Yo, you guys are listening to In the Rockwell with Chaco. I am the director of the Rockwell Championship Series, and I'm here to bring you the podcast that's going to explain it all. How we started, how it all happened. I mean, like, what's going down week to week. And then, like, what you can look forward to in the 2020 season. What's coming up for the main event. We're going to have some athletes on this thing. We're going to be talking about some certain concepts. And today is very important because it's something I got to talk about. It's about finding representation for you so you can professionalize your career as a CrossFit athlete. It's a real thing. And it's something I think I can help you with. I mean... There are so many talented people, and they need representation. But first, let's listen to some funky hip-hop. All right, it's nice to be back, guys. It's your boy, Coach Chaco, and this is In the Rockwell. The reason why we started this podcast is to bring to you guys the news, the happenings, to shed some light, some hints, whatever it might be that has to do with the Rockwell Championship Series. Um, A lot of you guys have caught the heat and have felt the wonderful, wonderful thing that's been going on with the Rockwell. And I am so grateful for you guys in participating in that. Okay. So today's topic, we're going to talk a little bit about athlete representation. All right. So it is a huge topic that I am floored about, that I believe in, that I, 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 Heck, it's part of my life's work. I want athletes to be represented properly. And right now in the sport of CrossFit, it is a professional sport. Name a professional sport that's mainstream um, and is as viral as ours. And don't and and the professional athletes hardly have any professional representation. All right. So if you guys have you guys have listened to my podcast before, I'm a podcaster, a uh, big time content creator. That's kind of where I get my stuff out there. Whether it was coaching uh, cues, whether it was um, uh, progressions or uh, kind of motivational things, that's kind of what I did, and I did that for a very long time. I helped flip gyms, I helped um, help make athletes uh, become a little more successful, see um, see their path in their journey a little bit differently. I did a lot of life coaching, um, for athletes and, and that's kind of my background. Um, the, the biggest thing that I've seen so, so far, especially with, um, dealing with the Rockwell. Okay. We've had some stellar athletes come and compete all the way from the novice division, all the way up to the elite division. And I can't help but think, I'm like, man, imagine, imagine what these guys can do. I mean, all I did was I created a challenge for them to challenge themselves on a regular basis in the time they needed it the most. When the Open was kind of like this unsure thing, we didn't know what's going on with the games. We didn't have the streaming and the motivation that we had um, in years of past, and we kind of felt hurt. Um, and I heard that I heard that call. And so what I wanted to do, I wanted to create a challenge, and I wanted to bring our regionals back or something. Actually, you know what? Something better than regionals. Something that was going to test um, truthfully, who is the fittest on earth and is going to rightfully send someone to the fittest on earth. So we set out to create a sanctioned event here in the Southwest. Now there's a large process that, um, that, you know, that we have to go through in order to make this work. But in the amount of time from conception of the idea to actualization of the idea, it is, it's only been four months and we are 
floored because you guys have made this happen. Anyways, that's long story short. But here's the, here's the biggest thing. What I, I said to myself, I'm like, imagine if these athletes had someone representing them, if these athletes had the ability to train more or to um, be able to stress less about, you know, lifestyle things like going to, you know, your second job and being able to have afford the time to um, to still carry on a life outside of this, but also um, not have to spend unnecessary time promoting products and representing different things that is going to keep you from the goal. Okay. So like, I mean, I've been thinking about this a heck of a lot. I look at Matt O'Keefe, um, of Wadapalooza and he's dude, what a stellar dude. Um, I'm grateful for him, how he's um, been able to contact me back and forth and, and, and in his busy schedule. So thank you, Matt. I appreciate you. Um, he is the, and I could be wrong here, um, but I'm pretty positive that he is the manager of uh, definitely Matt Fraser. Um, but I think he's also the manager of Josh Bridges and Brooke Wells and, um, you know, Cole Sager and uh, those guys, the guys who were at FitCon um, this last little bit. And uh, he's done a damn good job. So um, he also runs Wadapalooza. Now he's got a section, second sanctioned event in the um, West Coast Classic that's coming out in 2020. Now, what is this guy doing? The guy is giving massive opportunities for CrossFitters to make more money, to be able to have that availability. Because guys, in the reality of it, they say time is money. It's like money is also time. You flip that on his head. It's like money is time. When you have money, you have more time to do those things, whether it's to bless the lives of others, to bless, because otherwise you are spending all your time trying to earn money. Tell me I'm wrong. Okay. Um, but not to get off track here, but what Matt O'Keefe has done, he's kind of opened up the eyes of the public about creating massively well-produced um, production quality events with Wadapalooza and his other things with live loud sports. Um, and then he's also taking these professional athletes that this was not really an, a normal concept, um, for the sport of CrossFit until just the last couple of years. Um, and, and he's really made it something, but all the mainstream professional sports have someone representing them. You know, whether it be promoting them to different products, promoting them to different venues, to different um, sponsorship opportunities. Imagine if you had someone who's really good at what they do at talking with vendors and sponsors and everything like that. And you have some base influential um, outreach into social media. Imagine if someone were to represent you and they can say no to the people that they need to say no to for you. And they can schedule flights for you and they can get, you know, they're making sure that you're on track and you have an accountability tool. Imagine what you could do. You could focus more on what you're trying to accomplish. I mean, there, this, this goes on every level. Uh, with the Rockwell, it's like we got to a point where it was a standstill until I, you know, brought Marie and Megan on to help me out. In, in the different aspects that I needed to focus on other big, I needed to focus on the, on some big picture stuff. And they were helping me 
along the way, stay organized and keep relationships with vendors and sponsors. And I'm very grateful for them, but they, they are kind of a representation for me as well. And it wasn't until I got that, that I couldn't move forward. So those of you guys who are bubble athletes, you know, you've got like 40,000 followers on Instagram. You guys have, um, this poll, you have people like watching you and looking up to you, but you also are like manning a job or you're, you're doing product posts and you, not having any idea what your worth is. It's like, I mean, imagine if you had someone who's doing that work for you. Athlete representation is something that needs to be happening a whole lot more. Okay. Uh, Stacy Tovar, she just, she wrote a magical article, um, for the morning chalk up. I think it was just yesterday. I read it like I, it pops up in my inbox. I read it every morning. It's my, um, my cup of Joe newspaper. Um, and it's all about CrossFit. Um, and I love it. I love you guys. Thanks morning chalk up for, um, you know, blessing my morning, but she had written this article about, you know, can athletes and can, can CrossFit athletes make money? And she kind of goes through, um, how she went from, uh, just doing simple deals with small time sponsors that like, you know, getting product here and there or getting percentage discounts and stuff like that to actually getting paid for what she does. Now it's like all of the CrossFitters out there, they, they want to be able to give, but there's a point in time where you got to be realistic and say, I can only give so much to the public. I can only give so much to um, sponsors, to vendors, to products, to services before you start distracting yourself from what you were supposed to be doing. And that is 2159 of umpteen and chumpteen and all that crap and like lifting, you know, 25 sessions a day, like, because that's what you love and that's what you're good at. I just came back from an athlete camp, you know, um, at, um, in, in Idaho, Gulak CrossFit, you guys did an awesome job. Uh, they are attached with black label supplements, an amazing company. And I was grateful to be able to go up there because they gathered, um, athletes who are competing in the Rockwell. And I'm so flattered. Um, and they got together and they started practicing some game day practices because they were being serious about that. And I'm grateful that Tyler Eggman, who's been to regionals, who's been to these elite competitions, Wadapalooza, and you know, he, and he's a he's one of those bubble athletes who are just about to you know break into the games. He's taking these athletes at their level and saying, "Look, this is what it's going to take to move the needle." You have to be smart about your eating practices during game day. You have to be thinking about this in the workouts. You have to be going in with a plan. And it's like not a lot of these athletes get the opportunity to do that. Another name to drop is Nick Fowler. I've been over to Massive Athletics um, <clears throat> up near Cottonwood Heights in Utah. And what he does with the Brute Squad, like, dude, it's so cool to see this because, like, you've got these athletes who are traveling from all over the place. And it is a gamble. It's a lottery for them to make it to the games. But like Nick Fowler knows how to make it happen. And they have the faith and the hard work and the determination to make it happen. So they travel from Canada, from Georgia, from Oregon, from wherever they're at to stay over here. And he treats them like family and he does a damn good job. And he, he he's kind of molding them into this these professional athletes. Um at the end of the day, he's got to continue programming and coaching and everything like that. And uh, maybe he's the manager of those those athletes. Nick, I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm not here to speak for you, but you, you do a damn good job and you may as well because I, I see I see videos and pictures and all that stuff of your family game nights and werewolf and you guys doing all those things. So that's 
that's pretty legit. And I, I appreciate you, you taking care of your athletes the way that you do. Um, I say, you know, like the same thing over at Rockwell, Rockwell CrossFit, you got, um, uh, Dayton Smith. He's the, um, manager of the gym. He's also my right hand man in the Rockwell. He's, he's kind of making this happen, but he's, he's, he, he has been an elite level athlete and he knows what it takes and the disciplines that it takes, but he also sees all the sacrifices that it's going to take. And he can actually give like, um, his two cents. What am I, where am I going with this? Um, Back to what Stacy Tovar was talking about is like number one, like don't don't distract yourself and don't attach yourself to sponsors and um, products that are distracting you from your goal. Attach yourself to products and sponsors and people that are allowing you the maximum amount of minutes in the gym or the maximum amount of time to think, love, and breathe your sport. That's what it takes. You know, playing playing volleyball and playing professional volleyball, that's what we had to do. And I was like bottom of the totem pole. Like I in in our league, I was just like a nobody. I was a supporting player. And yet, you know, in the, and that's in the professional league. But we like eat, breathe, sleep, everything volleyball, and we couldn't do anything else. We had to really just dive in and live the sport if we wanted to get paid to do so. And we had representation. I didn't have to worry about my flights. I didn't have to worry if I was going to stay in a hotel. I mean, once or twice we did, but I mean, that's, that's what I'm, where I'm getting at here. So I'm speaking to you athletes who are wondering what it's going to take. Like maybe you're just like, you're the hometown hero in your gym. Maybe you've even surpassed that. And like, you got to beat another, you know, benchmark and started winning locally or hitting the podium locally all the time. And then you just like, you have the same thought that everybody else has like, what do I got to do to, to, to get to the next level? Because I, then I go test out the open and I'm, I'm top one, top 100 in my region, or I'm top 200 in my region. How am I supposed to get top 20 in my region? Now the regional's over. How do I get top 20 in the world? How do I get an invite to these sanctioned events? You need to attach yourself to sponsors, people, events, venues, whatever it might be that is allowing you to maximize your minutes in the gym in order to hit those goals. People that know how to do these things because you're the one who knows how to lift the weight. You're the one who has the capacity and the fitness to make it all happen. But do you have the time? Well, probably not. And if you were you know, granted the time, I'm curious to see how many more of us professionals we'd see out there <clears throat> now not to take away from to from from anybody because at, at, you know like matt fraser and katrin david's daughter and all these um athletes that are continually going to the games at one point they didn't have representation either so they had to figure it out themselves but once again no offense to them but it's apples and oranges just like the nba in the 1980s is not the nba today just like getting to major league baseball is not this in the same, you know, as it was back in the 60s and, you know, 50s as it is today. It evolves into something bigger. And there are more men snatching over 300, more females snatching over 200, more guys nearing the 400-pound clean and jerk mark and still can run, you know, a 550 mile and, you know, like row a 2K at, at, a, at a really good pace. I mean, like, I mean... The field is getting harder and those who are all in, they have the representation 
those are the ones that are moving at a more rapid rate along the bell curve here. All right. Otherwise you're just kind of in there. And it's like, and actually it's, it's not just about, it's not like, it's like not how much money can I afford for representation. It's who do you attach yourself to? And then how do you, you know, gain that rapport with the right people? Okay. So anyways, uh, I keep bringing this up because like the, mo my favorite story about like us creating the, the Rockwell is like, I was sitting in bed and I'm like, you know what, how do I continue to reach out to those who have a large outreach, um, on social media and, and, and get this bigger and bigger and bigger because the motive is pure. The timing is perfect. The location is perfect. The people are perfect. It's like, how do we keep the momentum going? And, you know, my wife goes, why don't you reach out to some, some athletes, you know, like athletes that are influencers on, on, on Instagram. Why don't you reach out to, uh, you know, George Sanchez? Why don't you reach out to Lauren Fisher? Why don't you reach out to, um, you know, uh, Alethea Boone and, and them? And I said, oh, but they're not going to answer me. And my wife goes like, okay, so like the worst that's going to happen is that they're not going to answer you. And that's what you're afraid of. And I said, okay, you're right. So I started messaging a large number of them. And, and, and I started to get this feeling. I'm like, you know what? I need to, I need to message those who um have been to the games who are, or on the verge of getting to the games and, and, you know, and like, and promote to them. It's like, Hey, you know, at the rock, well, one of our missions is to take care of our athletes so much and educate them on how they, that this is an opportunity for them to make more money. We always talk about paying the man. Um, our uh, team online qualifier was $5,000 for first place in the elite co-ed $5,000 in an online qualifier that you could do in your own gym at your pace, you know, like over a span of time that you could test as many times as you want. You get a $5,000 prize and you can build the team of your dreams. Whoa. Yeah. Guess what? That, that's not, that's going to be a normal thing moving forward. Um, with the events that are, are right. But one of our, like I said, one of our platforms, yeah, we've got a killer event that's coming up May 31st, June 1st. All right. If you're wanting to come watch, we do have ticket sales and they are, they're available right now and you know, they're limited. Um, as, and, and the competition is really, it's, it's going to be a blast. I mean, it's, it's going to be an amazing thing. And here I am, this kid from Las Vegas that um, was the only only one who actually got it, like got a got an education and 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 traveled the world and and all of that in his family and here I'm like I'm like man I'm I'm starstruck I'm amazed at what what has happened but you know like what you guys are capable of building what you guys are capable of the mountains you guys are capable of moving is incredible in the CrossFit space. Why am I telling you that? Because there are so many people out there, so many products, services, you know, events and stuff like that are looking to help you reach your goals. Because truthfully, it's a quid pro quo. You are helping them reach their goals. They should also equally be helping you reach your goals. Anyways, so that's my plug. I just wanted you guys to, I, 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 I'm excited to be back on the podcast. I mean, I hope you're enjoying your drive or your, your, um, meditation, or if you're hearing this by third party, you know, just because you're stuck on a train with the person, it's like, hopefully this hasn't been too annoying, but in truth and reality, 
if you guys want to move the needle, if you're a regional athlete trying to make it to the games, or if you're like a sub-regional athlete trying to become a regional athlete, and I'm using that term loosely because there is no regionals, but I think everybody who's listening to me can understand the concept of that. You need to find representation. You need to find someone who's got connections and just be yourself and be that person so that you can grind as hard as you can in the gym and make something of your life with the sport of CrossFit. The sport of CrossFit is not going anywhere. The games could dissolve tomorrow, but the will to compete will be here forever. All right. If Dave Castro doesn't take the torch and, and continue on, or if it, if the games is like just kind of done after the 2020, what 2022 season, because I think that's when um, they're done with Madison as well is like, you don't think that Matt O'Keefe or, you know, like, or who's the guy, who's the guy from Grandy Game Swanson? Um, I don't want to, Swanson, if you're listening to this, sorry, I don't know your first name. I should have uh, done some research, but I'm kind of going off right now. But you don't think that they're going to go ahead and try to continue the the flame of, of the desires of our competition? We have almost a million competitors over around the world at different various levels it's even more than that. So what I'm trying to tell you is this. The question is, how do I make this a career? How do I make this a priority? How do I really take this seriously? You need to start doing some, if you're going to put some effort into doing a coupon code for 15% at XYZ, you know, supplement, and you're, you know, posting incessantly about them just to kind of get your influence and rate up. Why don't you take that time and effort and, you know, spend an hour a week trying to get a hold of someone who can represent you so that you don't have to do that shit anymore? Sorry for my language, but that's just the reality of it. I, I have some feelings about this because the second that you do that and you get in, in you get in a, um, you know, in, in a relationship with, with the right person, then you can take a deep breath. Then you can actually enjoy the sport again. How do I know this is because I've seen this with gyms, right? You're, you're actually trying to get these sponsors so that you could do what you love. And then in fact, these sponsors are making you do what you love less or like it less. Like gym owners, I've seen that happen a thousand times. They open a gym because they want to continue something that they love. And then they realize that it's, it's like work. It's crazy work. And all they wanted to do was continue the party that they had at their other gym. But then if they bring in a manager who's actually, you know, business savvy, then they can take up a deep breath and they can love it again. So you are your business. All right. And again, I don't mean to tell you how to live your life, but come on, man. Um, and you know what, if you're one of those athletes, reach out to me. Okay. I can, I can blueprint what you need to do because I talked to, I, in the last four months, I've talked to 1500 plus sponsors and vendors. Yeah. So, they have a very specific pattern of what they're looking for before they want to go ahead and shell out money for an event, let alone a single athlete. You know, like they want, they want to see certain things and I know that blueprint. So, I mean, I mean, if you're curious, if you want to know what that is, just, just hit me up. I'm not really hard to find. I don't shut up on this stuff. I don't shut up on Facebook and Instagram. So just hit me up. Um, Heck, I'll freaking represent you um, if 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 it works for you and it works for me. Like, 
but no matter what, I'd love to tell you kind of how to get, get to that point. Am I a professional CrossFit athlete? Hell no. Am I, am I a coach? Hell yeah, I am. Um, and I'm stoked, I'm stoked about that, but not only that, but I've, I deal with the people and the, the connections that can get you to where you want to go. So that's it. That's what's going on with the Rockwell. I just wanted to share my, my peace of mind. Why is this important? Because guess what? If you think that there's uh, 16 sanctionals is a lot, golly, you don't think that CrossFit's going to capitalize on this? Yeah, they are. There's probably going to be like 27 or 30. And uh, we're looking to, you know, put our stamp in there um, by next year. So these are money-making opportunities. And if you don't know how to freaking get there on, on a dime, or, you know, like what travel, you know, and, and how to save your money that way. It's like, then you're going to be working your tail off at a job that you probably don't like. And then you're also going to be, you know, at half capacity in the gym. So let us help you out. All right. Join, join, join my team, join, join our team, you know, whatever it is, but this is in the Rockwell. And this is what we're talking about. If you guys have any questions, please, Hey, subscribe to our podcast. I'm going to try to put as much as out as I can. Cause I want to tell you the story about what's going on. I want to have some um, guests from, um, athletes that have, that are, have joined us. I may have some phone calls here and there that you guys will enjoy. I hope, um, as long as my voice doesn't get too annoying to you, but I'm, I, this is an educational podcast to teach you how to optimize your professional career. The Rockwell championship series is just a very small piece of the puzzle in what we've got going even next year. Like our main event, that's cool. But like, I mean, that's pretty much I mean, it's a month and it's like, what, five weeks away. So it's pretty much done. Now we're, we're worried about 2020. Everything's the buildup for 2020 and beyond. So like, that's what you guys got to look forward to. You know, like we got the new open coming out. We got more of these sanctionals coming out. Let's get stoked. Let's get excited. Let's get inspired because the, the, the stay at home mom can now become a professional athlete. You know, like the, um, the, the dude that's working at, you know, freaking UPS in the morning and then training, you know, five hours at night to try to make it. You guys can make it. This is a reality. Okay. There are tools out there. This is, this is human functionality at its finest. And you guys want to be a part of the best stage of testing on the world. Get yourself some representation. Go ahead and subscribe to us. We've got a YouTube channel. We've got, go find, find us on Facebook. Go to our website, intherockwell.com. I want to hear from you. You know what? Message me on, on freaking Messenger. You can message me on, on my profile. I don't, you know, it's at Chaco Comrie. Um, I'd love to talk to you guys a little bit more about this, but stay tuned because we got way more episodes to come and I'm really excited to, uh, to hear what you guys have to say and how I can help you guys in your journey. All right. This is Chaco, the director of the Rockwell Championship Series, and I'll be talking to you as soon as possible.